This is Rebecca Weinstein for WHRO-FM. We continue our virtual chamber music concert series this week featuring exclusive performances from local musicians. A new concert video premieres each Monday night at 5 on the WHRO Public Media Facebook page. The audio recordings will also air on a local touch Wednesday evenings at 9 on WHRO-FM. These performances were recorded in November of 2020 at the Susan S. Good Fine and Performing Arts Center at Virginia Wesleyan University. This week's concert features soprano Anna Foyt and pianist Steve Kolb. Anna's a frequent soloist with Virginia Opera and the Tidewater Opera Initiative. She's also performed locally with the Virginia Symphony and the Williamsburg Choral Guild. Pianist Steve Kolb, who joins her, plays frequently locally as a soloist and a collaborative pianist in both classical and jazz settings. I caught up with Anna about the music on this program, how life has been during the pandemic, and her love of mad scenes. So I guess first and foremost, how are you doing and hanging in during all of this as an artist and performer? You know, I'm fortunate that I have a really great day job with the Academy of Music, where I serve as the program director. And for a nonprofit, we are doing remarkably well. My gigs that I had have been postponed or canceled, which is, of course, sad. Um, You know, I, I love getting that chance to perform and to connect with people through music. But I look forward to when that opportunity comes again, hopefully sooner rather than later. On our chamber music program, Anna and Steve will be sharing an aria from La Sonambula, The Sleepwalker, by Bellini, in addition to the songs and sonnets to Ophelia by Jake Heggie, featuring text by Edna St. Vincent Millay. One thing I noticed with this song cycle is that I guess it explores so many different sides of Ophelia in each movement. So what's going through your head during all of those transitions? I was doing some research and the way that Ophelia was perceived in the public eye, her story has been viewed in very different ways since you know it was written. And I think that's shown in Heggie's music. So in the first song, Ophelia's song, It's so innocent and it's so pure. You know, the hills are green, blossoms are filling the air. Everything is so beautiful. We do get a few ominous undertones. You know, there's a big piano flourish at the beginning, which is really kind of the ripples of her throwing herself into the water. And then she ends that first phrase with, the spring is arisen and I am a prisoner there. So we get this, you know, she's young and innocent, but we're still, you know, not fooled about what her fate is going to be, unfortunately. The second one, Women Have Loved Before, to me just shows a much more almost dry, you know, uh, I've kind of seen this before attitude towards men. She's not naive anymore, certainly. A little bit still, there's that romantic vibe talking about the Trojan waters and the storybooks and the queens. And then the third one, the third one is my absolute favorite of the whole cycle. Not in a silver casket, I just think is... Gorgeous, And I think this is Heggie's musical depiction of what true, pure love is. You know, it's not decorated, it's not ostentatious. Hand, 
It's this so tender, so contained moment that's just stunning. And then we go to this kind of almost childlike description of, you know, look, look what I have. And these are all for you, this very excited ending. And then in the fourth movement, she's been betrayed by Hamlet and she is ready to take things into her own hands. And we just see this very kind of dead-eyed, bitter, almost like a shell of a woman, angry, I think, but just kind of resigned maybe. So it's a whole journey through all four yeah, songs. Yeah, it really is kind of like a, a musical monologue in that way. Very much so. What drew you to these songs initially? You know, I heard a colleague of mine sing them a few years ago, and I thought they were beautiful. And I adore mad scenes in opera. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I actually wrote my grad school, one of my grad school papers on mad scenes in opera. You know, as a soprano, we are often kind of consigned to the role of the ingenue, of the delicate, innocent, whatever. And it's nice to get to explore madness and explore an entirely new way of being on stage. So for people unfamiliar with this music, um, is there anything specific that you think they should be listening for the first time they hear it? With the Ophelia cycle, I think you can just get yourself lost in the journey. With the Bellini, I mean, you know, one of the hallmarks of Bellini is these very, very long lines that never seem to end. They do, eventually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the coloratura in the second half of the aria is also very typical of his style. That's opera goodness right there, isn't it? Well, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me. It was good to catch up with you, and I'm glad things are going well, and you did a really great job in the performance, and we really appreciate you lending us your talents. Oh, thank you. I'm so really and truly so grateful. It was um, a bright spot in my life and more ways than one to get to really delve into some beautiful music, Um, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity, and I can't wait to see it. That was soprano Anna Foyt. Her performance for WHRO's Chamber Music Series with pianist Steve Kolb will premiere Monday at 5 p.m. on the WHRO Public Media Facebook page. You can find the link to watch and the schedule of upcoming performances at whro.org slash virtual concerts. This series is partially supported by funding from the Virginia Commission for the Arts and the National Endowment for the Arts. For WHRO-FM, I'm Rebecca Weinstein.